is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden's State of the Union speech tonight. We have the story. A church damaged by fire in southwest Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. On KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holliday. Yesterday, we hit 67 for the high in Wichita. Today's going to be a little bit cooler with chances of precipitation for the rest of the week. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. Republicans say they hope to hear President Biden mention national security, the border, and debt at the State of the Union tonight. Georgia Congressman Buddy Carter said after shooting down the spy balloon, it's time to shift on China. The Chinese Communist Party is not our friend. They're not our adversary. The Chinese Communist Party is our enemy. Oklahoma Congresswoman Stephanie Bice says the lack of security at the border is alarming. You have four and a half million people that have illegally crossed into the United States in the last two years. That is greater than the population of Oklahoma. But at a media availability ahead of today, several Republicans said one of the biggest issues facing us is more than $31 trillion of debt. But if you think we're going to pass a debt ceiling with no strings attached, you're crazy. The new governor of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, will deliver the official Republican response to the State of the Union tonight. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. An explosive ordnance disposal team has been combing through the debris field off the coast of South Carolina, where a Chinese spy balloon was shot down last weekend. Fox's Jonathan Hunt with more. A US F-22 fighter firing a single sidewinder missile at the Chinese balloon, bringing it down just off the coast of South Carolina. And the president said the Chinese were well aware of what was coming. We made it clear to China what we're going to do. But critics, many of them Republican, questioned the wisdom of waiting to shoot down the balloon until after it had flown right across the United States and over several sensitive U.S. military sites. Pentagon officials say they used the time the balloon was over U.S. territory to gather information about its capabilities. The Chinese balloon weighed about 2,000 pounds. It was 200 feet tall. The World Health Organization says the death toll may rise dramatically in the aftermath of Monday's earthquake. More than 5,000 people are known to have died so far. Through snow and freezing rain, rescue workers have been continuing their efforts. Survivors who've lost homes and loved ones huddle round a wood fire. We haven't eaten anything since morning, says this man. Our children are very hungry. A huge local and international rescue effort is underway. 300,000 blankets and more than 41,000 family tents already delivered. Morale is lifted when someone is pulled out alive. But for those trapped under the rubble, this is a race against the clock. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Fire damaged a church in southwest Wichita Monday morning at the New Hope New Start Ministries, the 2000 block of West Jewel. Battalion Chief Matt Bowen says fire crews quickly went to work, knocking down the blaze. There's immediately forced entry, um, stretch hose lines in, and some, simultaneously uh, a primary search was conducted for the entire church. Investigators don't believe there was any type of break-in before the fire. Damage estimated at $75,000. A Wichita man has been sentenced for sexually abusing two young girls. 63-year-old Anthony Rea sentenced to two life terms. Rea pleaded guilty in December to two counts of aggravated indecent liberties with a child. He admitted his contact with the girls under the age of 10 in August of 2021. He will be eligible for parole 
after 25 years. Integra Technologies is looking at spending $1.8 billion to build a huge microchip-making factory in Wichita. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the plant will create at least 2,000 jobs. This thing started out as just really kind of more of a dream or a pipe dream, uh, then became a goal, and now it's a reality. It's We're, we're talking, you mentioned 2,000 good-paying uh, tech jobs. Those are $51,000 uh, for folks with, with high school diplomas. And Whipple commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show here on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Men's basketball, huge game in Lawrence last night. We'll have highlights and reaction, and I've got... Soccer men's basketball tickets to give away coming up later in this hour here with Stephen Ted. A rancher is in custody for shooting and killing a migrant who trespassed onto his property. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. But again, Kellogg and Rock in East Wichita go in for a free test walk today. Remember, no shots, no surgery. No medication, just pain relief at the Good Feet store. Right there in East Wichita at the corner of Kellogg and Rock in front of TJ Maxx. Good Feet, helping Wichita walk better for nine years. The KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted, 7.08 now, eight minutes past seven o'clock. With cash surpluses and revenue collections at all-time highs, tax cuts will be a top priority for Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and... The Republican-controlled Oklahoma legislature for the 2023 session. The second-term governor presented his executive budget to lawmakers and delivered his fifth State of the State Monday. Governor urged the Oklahoma House and Senate to send him bills to eliminate the state sales tax on groceries and reduce the individual and corporate income tax rates. A rancher is in custody for shooting and killing a migrant who had trespassed onto his property. In Arizona, a rancher sits in jail for shooting and killing a migrant on his land, located 75 miles south of Tucson, just a mile and a half from the border. 73-year-old Arizona rancher George Allen Kelly facing first-degree murder charges. A judge refusing to lower his bail, which was set at $1 million, despite Kelly's pleas to go home, fearing for his wife's safety. He says, quote, she's there by herself, nobody to take care of her, the livestock or the ranch. Already this year, there have been over 150,000 border encounters in Arizona as illegal migrants and drugs continue to flow freely into the U.S. That's Fox's Marianne Rafferty with that report. Multiple years behind bars for a Michigan man for setting fire to a Planned Parenthood clinic. From the pulpit to Planned Parenthood to prison, Joshua Brereton was sentenced to five years on Monday. He pleaded guilty to setting a fire at the Planned Parenthood in Kalamazoo last July. Prosecutors believe Brereton was inspired by a church sermon he heard about making a difference. His lawyer now says Brereton regrets his actions every day. Brereton had made videos calling abortion a genocide of babies. Prosecutors say repairs to the clinic and lost income cost Planned Parenthood $33,000. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A woman is sentenced to prison for her role in the death of her son. A judge has ordered a Wisconsin woman to serve 15 years in prison for her role in the shooting death of her 18-year-old son. Riley Manatee Powell was fatally shot in October of 2020 when confronted with the theft of reptiles worth roughly $30,000. His mother Tiffany was present during the incident and at one point handled the shotgun prosecutors say Bill Zelinsky used to shoot her son. 
Zelensky faces a first-degree murder charge. Powell was convicted of illegally possessing a firearm and recklessly endangering safety. Rich Dennison, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7-11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. And traffic this morning, northbound I-235. We have a stalled-out vehicle reported. Northbound I-235 looks to be north of Kellogg, between Kellogg and Central. Stalled-out vehicle there. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Stephen Ted. Happy Tuesday to you. Yes, How you guys doing? We're doing fine after yesterday afternoon. Seemed like spring was here. Oh, it was nice. Yeah, you know what? Officially 67 degrees, just a few degrees shy of 70. But, you know, a lot of that warmth that we've been experiencing over this past weekend, especially yesterday, that's going to begin to get erased beginning today. So I hope you've enjoyed the last few days because it's going to be back to reality here pretty soon. In the meantime, just an average chill out there right now, right around that freezing mark, but then back up to a high of 52 by later on this afternoon. Now, that may seem not all that bad, but technically, again, just cooler than days past. Only a 10% chance of rain today. There is going to be a, the chance of seeing a few showers, mainly to the south and east of Wichita, but it, it does look like here in the heart of the metro, we have a better shot at staying dry. We will go up to a 20% chance of rain and snow by later on tonight, though. And then the best chance of rain this week, it looks like it's going to fall on Wednesday as some moisture tracks in our direction. Not expecting anything severe, not expecting any downpours or anything like that. It does look like there's going to be a much better chance of seeing a soaking rain to the east of Wichita and into eastern Kansas, as well as our neighbors on the Missouri side. When it comes to our high temperature tomorrow, a little bit cooler than today, only getting up to 48 degrees and we will likely stay in the 40s through the rest of the week. Winds are going to be very strong on Thursday. And they'll also still be out of the north and northwest. And this is what's going to keep that chill in the air and highs in the 40s all the way through Friday. Over this upcoming weekend, we'll see dry conditions, partly cloudy, still going to be gusty at times. But our uh, temperatures will be able to warm back up into the 50s. And we're already looking ahead to another system that may try to bring some moisture our way early next week. So we'll have updates on that over the coming days. Right now, we're at 34 degrees with a light north breeze at 7 miles an hour. Enough to bring that wind chill down into the upper 20s when it comes to our skies. Dry, some cloud cover obstructing our view right now, but we will be able to see at least some sunshine today. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Ronnell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Meteorologist Ronnell Williams. 7.13 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS on this Tuesday morning, February 7th. As Ronnell said, 67 degrees for a high yesterday, normal high 47 here in Wichita. Mm, not bad. Yeah, plus 20 in February. 20. Love it. Wow. Uh, a report uh, has found that inflation is taking a toll on Americans, forcing a majority of middle-class households to dip into their savings just to stay afloat. The report comes from the financial services company Primerica, which surveyed those in the middle class to see how the 40-year high inflation is affecting them. Respondents to the poll were asked about their financial situation and, and came from households uh, earning $30,000 to $100,000 annually. In the last three months of 2022, 82% of those households surveyed reporting having to either cut down on the amount of money they were putting into their savings or that they were reaching into existing savings to make up for where their paychecks fell short. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Times of inflation, that's kind of what people have to do. 
if if you if you're lucky and smart and so forth, and you you may have a bit, a little bit of a nest egg plan just for this an emergency fund plan. But uh, yeah, a lot of people I'm sure don't have that. All right, big game coming up, Ted. The gambling industry's nation national trade group predicts the one in five American adults will make a bet on Sunday's Super Bowl game between the Philadelphia e- uh, Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs. One in five. The American Gaming Association says over 50 million U.S. adults plan to bet on the game, wagering a total of $16 million. Oh, no, that's, that's not, not right. right. No, that, I think it's billion. That should be, should be a B there, shouldn't it? I'm Six, sure it is. Yeah. yeah. That's more than twice the amount that was expected to be wagered on last year's Super Bowl. Sports betting is legal in 33 states. Well, yeah, and of course. Plus D.C. this year, up from 30 states last year. It's, of course, it's, yeah, it's new for us. We're one of, Kansas is one of the new states added yeah. to that list. The group's survey finds betters evenly split, 40 per, 44% backing the Eagles and 44% putting their money on the Chiefs. But, yeah, $16 billion, not million. Why does that only add up to 88%? <laughs> what are know. the other 12% betting We're, we're not going to bet on anybody. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's a 12% or don't bet. Anyway, that uh, those are that's what's going on with the Super Bowl this morning, Ted. Um, this afternoon uh, we will be uh, attending a celebration of life ceremony for our good friend Bill Roy, who passed away uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that's going to be at two o'clock this afternoon. Bill, of course, had Wichita Business Journal editor, and mm-hmm. uh, for years, yeah, he was there long for a long time. time, and of course worked in radio, television, and uh, had. He was on with us twice a he morning. He was a daily, twice daily presence here mm-hmm. on our show for many, many years. Looked forward to it. every time he came we on. We sure did because something up, something was going to happen. It was going to be interesting, and uh, we miss Bill. And we'll be, uh, uh, we're going to be attending the service this afternoon at uh, Central Community Church out on on West Maple. Today is uh, February seventh. On this date in nineteen eighty four, space shuttle Challenger astronauts Bruce McCandless II and Robert L. Stewart. Went on the first untethered spacewalk, Ooh. which lasted nearly six hours. You couldn't get me out in space <laughs> without a tether. Man, they must have known what they were doing. But, uh, that was in 1984. 717 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time again. Ted Woodward had some uh, interesting basketball going on last night, right, Ted? Yeah, ESPN Big Monday up in Lawrence. Eighth-ranked Kansas, fifth-ranked Texas. And, of course, uh, when the Jayhawks play on ESPN Big Monday at home, well, they usually win. They had, in fact, going into that game last night, they had won 39 in a row at Allen Field House on ESPN Big Monday. Well, guess what? Last night was sticking to the script. And KU gets past Texas last night. Just Brian Haney had the call. You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. This was a big-time jam out of a guy who goes by the social media handle, Lil Joe. Here he is rising up with that 46-inch vertical to throw down the biggest dunk of his Jayhawk career. Crowd on its feet. Jayhawks on a roll. Can they get another stop? They get it into Rice. Fades on Yesapu. He missed. Rebound on the deck. Wando's got it. Ahead to Joe. To the cup. Two-hand jam. Little Joe with the biggest of dunks. He rocks that rim. And KU goes up 11. Yeah, Joe Yesapu there with the big dunk. Jayhawks win it 88-80. The final score over the Longhorns. KU has now... Won 40 straight home games on ESPN Big Monday. The Jayhawks are now 19-5 and on the season. Defense forced 15 turnovers, and the Jayhawks were hitting the glass. 14 offensive rebounds on the night, too. 
KU freshman Grady Dick from Wichita led the way with 21 points. Jayhawks get an eight-point win. And after the game, comments from KU head coach Bill Self. Yeah, it was a great game, great effort. We were turned up. Our energy level was great. Defensively, we were everywhere early. and But, God, everybody else stepped up and scored 88 points against that team. Uh, uh, whenever uh, Jay Will gets two, uh, that, that, that's pretty remarkable to me. I, th- I thought it was an tr- unbelievable win. Crowd was great. Just a great night. There you go. And with that win by Kansas, they tighten things up in the Big 12 Conference. Texas is still in first place, but now the Jayhawks are only a game back in third place in the conference standings. A lot of good things to talk about tonight for the KU. It's the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight. You can listen to that live on KFH. We'll have basketball action in Manhattan tonight. 11th-ranked Kansas State hosting 17th-ranked TCU. FanDuel has K-State as a four-and-a-half-point favorite on home court. TCU, though, has won the last three that were played in Manhattan. Both teams are game-and-a-half back in the Big 12 standings behind Texas, so somebody will stay close and somebody will fall behind. Three-and-a-half weeks ago, these teams played in Fort Worth, and TCU with a blowout win by 14 points. That was the biggest loss of the season for K-State. I imagine they'll be looking for a little revenge tonight in Manhattan. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight, nationally televised on ESPNU. Hockey, the Wichita Thunder is in second place in the division, and the Thunder is on the road tonight up in Kansas City taking on the Mavericks at 7 o'clock. The Thunder going for its third win in a row. We are just five days away from the Super Bowl on Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Little roster notes for the Chiefs. Wide receiver McCole Hartman will not play in the Super Bowl on Sunday. He's been placed on injured reserve. Still has a nagging pelvis injury. Mm. So Hartman will have to sit this one out. Running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is now on the active roster. He's been battling an ankle sprain, but he is going to be active for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Of course, you can hear that game live. Chiefs and the Eagles Sunday. That'll be right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll have the Chiefs Radio Network pregame and postgame surrounding uh, the national coverage of the game on Sunday. So be sure to tune in for that. And we do have Shocker men's basketball tomorrow night at Coke Arena as the Wichita State men will be hosting Central Florida. And guess what? I've got a pair of tickets if you want to go to that game tomorrow night at Coke Arena. Shockers and UCF. Call me now at 869-1330 for a chance at winning those tickets. 869-1330. All right, Ted. 721 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. This is American Heart Month. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 730 here on this Tuesday morning with Stephen Ted. And uh, 33 degrees. Uh, Jad Chambers in traffic right now. We've got something going on, Jad. That's right. Uh, we've got a stalled-out vehicle. It's southbound I-135 at I-235. That's the North Junction, but it's in the right lane. They've got a lane closed there because of this. So uh, things backing down already because of the construction, uh, backing up because of the construction, and now we're really starting to see it back up because of this uh, stalled-out vehicle there. North, uh, that's southbound I-135 up at the North Junction.
Several groups are desperately trying to stop an execution scheduled in Missouri tonight. Missouri is planning a lethal injection for Raheem Taylor for the murders of his girlfriend and her three young children. Their bodies found in December 2004, one week after Taylor flew to California. The medical examiner first said the victims died shortly before they were found, but at trial testified it could have been much earlier. To the Midwest Innocence Project, to the NAACP, and several religious groups, that spells reasonable doubt. They are pleading for for a stay of execution. Taylor's attorney asking the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene. The state Supreme Court and Missouri's Governor Mike Parsons have both declined to. Jack Callahan, Fox News. Fire damaged a church in southwest Wichita yesterday morning at the New Hope New Start Ministries, 2000 block of West Jewel. Pastor Larcina Gilmore-Williams says most of the building's contents were damaged by the fire and the water used to put it out. It's total de- devastation, but, you know... We give praise to God that no lives were lost. Damage estimated at $75,000. Another neighborhood church has offered to share space for services for the time being, cause of the fire not yet determined. Integra Technologies looking to uh, at spending $1.8 billion to build a huge microchip-making factory in Wichita. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the plant will create at least... 2,000 jobs. We're talking 3,161 supplier, contractor, and service jobs uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, this is, there's, there's an economic ripple effect with this. And, of course, this is the uh, diversification of our economy where it's not just based on the max. It's not just based on, you know, uh, um, aerospace. Uh, it's now based on technology. So it's a huge step forward for what we need. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. More accusations of violent behavior against a six-year-old who shot his Virginia teacher. Before he shot his teacher in Newport News, Virginia, a six-year-old allegedly tried to whip fellow students with his belt and once choked another teacher until she couldn't breathe. All that included in a legal notice from a lawyer for teacher Abby Zwerner. That notice sent to inform the school district that Zwerner intends to sue. That notice alleges the boy broke Zwerner's cell phone. He was suspended for a day, but when he got back, he pulled a gun out of his pocket and shot Zwerner. She's recovering while police said the boy was taken to a medical facility. Jill Nato, Fox News. The border will once again be front and center for the House of Representatives. Border Patrol agents will testify before the House Oversight Committee about the crisis at the southern border. Chief Patrol agents from the Rio Grande Valley and Tucson sectors will be among those testifying after the chairman, James Comer, says the threat of subpoenas had to be used before Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas allowed them to testify. Comer says the committee will hear from those on the ground dealing with the crisis while accusing the Biden administration of stopping construction on the border wall, gutting interior enforcement, and pushing for amnesty. The Biden administration has asked for Congress to pass immigration reform. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A north wind has increased a bit behind a cold front that moved through last night. We'll see temperatures trending a little further down today, but still pretty nice for this time in early February. Partly sunny by this afternoon with a high 51. Cloudy and 29 overnight, and a chance of rain increasing tomorrow with a high 46. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a mostly clear sky, 33 degrees, a north wind at 9 miles per hour. 
Steve at 10 in the morning here, 7.33 on this Tuesday morning, 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. Time for our weekly chat with uh, Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Good to have you Hello. with us this morning. Well, yeah, you got, you got to be here. Before we do anything important or more important, then who are you picking in the Super Bowl? Huh? Oh, of course, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Everybody's, you know, this is the this is the chief kingdom around her. What the heck? I guess well, I know. Well, except for the police yeah, chief, yeah, the police chief, police yeah. Chief. Is it too late to and go ahead and go ahead? Do you too late to go ahead and know that contract with him and send him back east? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I have a couple of friends that are from back in Philadelphia. There you, so. there you go. There you go. Uh, got a. Uh, you got a meeting coming up uh, tomorrow. I understand the FEMA grant for uh, from ambulances. You got to consider that, right? Yes, there's uh, you know there's all, all that federal money and chance for us to replace. We have to replace about four ambulances. Uh, the hardware there, well, the ambulance structure itself over the next coming years, and this helps us uh, do that now instead of uh, over a long term. Budget, and it's got about a ten percent match. So, so we're going to apply and uh, see if see if we, it's a competitive grant. So I don't, you know, we we hope we will. We want it. In it. What what else is going on at the meeting tomorrow? Anything? Didn't look like much exciting, but what what can you tell us about it? Well, maybe uh, you know, we're it's it's not on the new business, but we are going to approve again the contract for Project Access, which is that local combination of uh you know a lot of a lot of health services for uh for for those that can't can't afford it and uh it's a combination and you know the hospitals and doctors donate oh i think it's six to eight million dollars a year worth of, worth of services and project access helps uh coordinate all that dental services there's another group that does that so it's it's a really good been been going on for years and the city and county donate a little money to help with the administration uh, piece, and or the maintenance. Uh, uh, it, it's it's a good deal. That's on that's on the agenda. Um, and then a zone change and yeah. pretty much pretty pretty routine stuff. Let's, uh, let's we, we, go ahead. Well, I was going to say we are going to get an update on the they call it the American Rescue Plan Act, or commonly known as ARPA. That's the money the other federal, you know, from that, they had the CARES money that was all spent. And then the ARPA is to recover from COVID and that's supposed to be spent by the end of 2024. And uh, it will be, uh, uh, will be updated what the balances are. And we've issued some money and what, what's being spent. And, uh, oh, well, we are moving human resources out of the old courthouse into the Ruffin building on the first floor. So now uh, people applying for needing human resources or applying for jobs with the county will be able to come into the first floor of the Ruffin building. And then, then again, we'll be vacating the old courthouse to, again, help finish up uh, the expansion of, of what's been needed with the district attorney and courts. So uh, Good, good stuff, pretty much. Who, who does that ARPA money go to? Does that go to businesses or individuals? Who who, uh, who gets involved? Who, who who receives the money then? Well, it's 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 got a lot more strict uh, guidelines around it versus the CARES money, which came out right away and had all these little 
little uh, uh, grants, small grants for small businesses and big stuff. That was the CARES world. And the ARPA money has very strict rules around it, as I said. And and it has a lot. Basically, we've been using it for uh, the cost of expanding the court system, which qualifies under the under the ARPA rules. We have not at this point issued any, uh, you know, like called a called a request from outside of the uh, of what we think are the required basic functions of Sidra County government and courts. So. Uh, uh, it can be eligible for some outside stuff, but that's kind of what the update we're going to get tomorrow is to see what they recommend, uh, what 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 the uh, attorneys and, and the the process, the ARPA process people, what they recommend. We are uh, we with you are going to be you and the city looking for some place to to house a new uh, giant uh, factory uh, from Integra for the chip making, and uh, we talked to the mayor yesterday and. Couldn't get him to squeal on where they might, <laughs> what they're looking at. But you're going to have to have, uh, at least you're going to have to have some space, some parking and all that. So, uh, I think it's the, the back 40 of the Meitzner estate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've, uh, I'd say that Integra, that's a, that's a really nice story. You know, it's, it's employee-owned. It's been here for 40 years. Evolved into what it is now. And uh, Brett Robertson is the CEO, and him and his, his team are, Really, really good people, and uh, this is going to be a million square foot type campus, and uh, and it'll take a few years to to come to, to total fruition. But it's a work on. Uh, we're already they're working, and I'm on the board at WSU Tech about some training stuff. Uh, mainly, people are going to be able to come in with a don't have to have a degree, but maybe just a small amount of training, and you're able to get a nice paying job, and and uh, it, it's. It's uh, this company does chip work, which is kind of maybe foreign to a lot of people, but they they do the final two of four stages of, of chips, certifying chips, uh, microchips that that actually work. Because there's a most of the chips are made around the world, and a lot of them have their their counterfeit chips, and maybe maybe a group of 500 chips come in, and and the first. 50 work nice, and the other 450 are just kind of fake. So uh, it, it's an effort by the United States to, to get chip making and chip uh, final products made here in the United States, and they're on the, they're the lead company in that. So it, it's a it has an impact for for Wichita, obviously the Wichita area, but man, I, for the whole country. So uh, so it's it's a, we should be very proud of, of what this this group is doing and, and will be doing in the coming future. It'll be something to something to behold, no question. The criteria for a plant, though, it's just going to have a lot of, you need a lot of space. Uh, right. And uh, that's really one of the top, you know, only a few places where you got a lot of space, but uh, I don't see you going into the, you know, going to some strip center and saying, oh, we'll take over this old place, something like that. <laughs> Probably going to have to yeah. build something nice and uh, we look forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah, a couple thousand employees. Yeah, and, and you know the Department of Defense and and the uh, it, those kind of requirements have tremendous security uh, requirements around them. So it's a it's not one you can really move into a building. Uh, it, it's better that they're going to be uh, uh, building it to spe- to the specs that that will uh, satisfy you know uh, the U.S. government the security and the 
in the military. I wasn't. So, I guess I wasn't familiar with Integra Technologies uh, and their forty years in town. But they've been doing flying under the radar, just doing electronics and technical stuff. Then until now. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they've been doing, uh-huh. and uh, so they, it's been. Uh, oh, they've had. Oh, I wish I remembered. They were they were known as another name um, oh, okay. before they before they uh, went back to like employee owned, which is really really good. It's very attractive. For, the, for them, absolutely. So. All right. Anything yeah. else going on? Or are you gonna are you gonna have being out? Well, we we know that we weren't invited to your Super Bowl party, but you know, maybe you're not going to one, huh? <laughs> oh, our family. It's kind oh, of okay. a, been a tradition for. But but you didn't. Did you give a shout out on your show? My wife Susie's birthday's today. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't aware of that. Uh, how'd that slip by, huh? Ted, you, don't you have that on your calendar someplace? You should. Yeah, it was on the it's on the National Wire Service. <laughs> oh, That's I right. got it. I got the, the, the National <laughs> Romance Wire Service there. So, uh, how old is the missus then? You want to say? Gosh, sixty. Oh no, 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 no! That was a rhetorical question. Where that was, you know. She was it's, born in 57. How's that? Was that all right. Right, all right? How long have you been married? No, I'll ask you this. How long have you been married then, Pete? Oh, gosh. 43 years. Yeah. 1980. All right. Well, so, good for yeah. you. It might She's take. She's a good lady. She's a good lady. Yeah, it might take. You might, uh, you know, might be a good one. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'll keep her. I mean, I think yeah, she'll keep her. She'll keep you. Yeah. Happy, well, happy birthday to Mrs. Meissner. We appreciate Thank that. Thank you. That, yeah. A fine Thank woman. Has to be a fine mm-hmm. woman, right? Yeah, there you go. Pete, thank you, sir. Yes, we'll uh, check with you next uh, Tuesday morning. Probably talk a little about the Super Bowl in, uh, next Tuesday. That's right. All right. Pete Meister, Sedgwick County Commission Chair. Weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning yeah. here on KNSS. Did we have an earthquake during our chat with? I thought I saw my microphone vibrating, my stand here. Huh. Or am I just having a stroke? I didn't. Of course, I never feel an earthquake hmm. anyway. There was one in Turkey the other day. I, I know. Mm-hmm. Gas leak or something, maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 743, Stephen Ted, keep it up for the Wichita Business Journal update coming up. We're going to be celebrating the life of Bill Roy today. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 748 on this uh, Tuesday morning. Three big things. Basketball in the battle of two top ten teams. Kansas 88, Texas 80. A Wichita man receives two life sentences for sexually abusing two young girls. Anthony Rea will be eligible for parole in 25 years. One. President Biden's second State of the Union speech tonight. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Right now we've got a traffic accident. This uh, just coming in. Uh, Eastbound K96 at Oliver. You're going to want to watch for a slowdown there. Uh, it's actually really starting to back up uh, right now. So that's again eastbound K96 at Oliver. Avoid that area or expect a slowdown. The traffic update from 987 at 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Mostly sunny today with a high of 51 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 27. Wednesday, 40% chance for rain and snow. And tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now a mostly clear sky, 33 degrees. And we have a north wind 
at 9 miles per hour. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the Clock Tower in Delano. A down close on Wall Street Monday. Stocks finishing lower after a surprisingly strong jobs report last week raised concerns of more aggressive interest rate hikes by the Fed. Tech, energy and industrials were among the biggest losers. Shares of Tesla jumped in a down market after analysts at Wed Bush raised their price target on the electric vehicle maker, saying that China demand has swung to a tailwind from a headwind. And shares of Bed Bath & Beyond spiking over 90% after the struggling home goods retailer indicated that it has missed payments to debt holders and could file for bankruptcy. The Dow winners, McDonald's, Caterpillar and Travelers, the Dow decliners, Apple, Salesforce and American Express. The Dow falling 35 points, the Nasdaq down 120, S&P 500 down 25. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The hottest ticket in town for advertisers is officially sold out. Fox said Monday in-game ads for Super Bowl 57 have all been sold. Super Bowl is advertising's biggest stage with advertisers jockeying to get their products in front of the more than 100 million people who watch each year. Mark Evans, executive vice president of ad sales for Fox Sports, said the new ads went for more than $7 million for a 30-second spot, <laughs> most sold between 6 and $7 million for a Super Bowl spot. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A service this afternoon is going to celebrate the life of Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy, who passed away two weeks ago from complications from ALS, which was diagnosed in the fall of 2019. Mr. Roy was 61. Today's service begins at 2 p.m. That's at Central Community Church, 6100 West Maple in Wichita. Coke Industries is leveraging AI to help automate portions of the Wichita-based conglomerate's in-house legal services, artificial intelligence. Uh, we got plenty of that. Yeah. Coke has teamed with Luminance, an artificial intelligence company founded at the University of Cambridge in 2015 in an expansion of past partnerships that has utilized the technology at other divisions of nation, the nation's second largest privately held business. So Coke's already been using AI, it looks like. The Luminance platform will enable Coke Legal to generate uh, compliant contracts with pre-approved wording as well as give employees access to workflow tools to help them more efficiently communicate with the legal department. Luminance says its customer base of more than 500 organizations in 60 countries. Artificial intelligence. That's Business Journal Update this morning uh, from the Wichita Business Journal. I'm so dumb, I don't even understand that story. I don't, I don't either. I don't understand what artificial... Well, They're getting themselves a robo-lawyer. Yeah. Is that you, what it is? Thinking, yeah, the the lawyer of tomorrow speaking. will look like <laughs> this computer screen, and that'll be your lawyer of tomorrow. Do all your work for you. And then uh, there will be no more lawyers left. Oh, I'll, that'll yeah, be there, the day. Be Like dinosaurs. Or, no. Or radio no, announcers. that'll never happen. Be like radio announcers. They just won't find one anywhere. Yeah. The, They'll all be a computer. The lobbyist groups are too powerful for mm -hmm. that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. Hmm. Okay. Today is uh, National Send a Card to a Friend Day, which I know that you, you, you we're going to celebrate. Uh, it's a friendly cheer through the mail, if you will. And you're sending a note or a message on a card to a friend we hold dear. Throughout the year, we often think about our friends. We wonder how they are, miss them, and 
Remember, fond memories of time shared. Send them a card today. If you remember how to write in cursive, that would be helpful, or how to put a stamp on an envelope. But <laughs> it's a fun day to think about that kind of thing. Are you? Were you ever a big uh, card writer? I was back in the day. Did you really? But I mean, now it's you just float someone off an email or a messenger te- or text, text and yeah, just get it. They get it instantly. Not like, but you're right. I think the old school certainly has its charm, and not not many people do it anymore. Oh, we'd see a handwritten note. Uh, my wife got a got a typed letter the other day from uh, a, a young woman who had been our next door neighbor when she was growing up, and it was wow. one of the nicest letters I have ever oh, that's seen. Fantastic. She wrote it to Shelley and wanted, wanted to tell her about when when Shelley was a young wife and mother and how much this little girl Aww. appreciated. Now, of course, she's a grown woman with mm-hmm. kids of her own. That was that now, was see, that's pretty nice. But uh, and that's, I, that's a situation where that written card or note can really be effective. Well, there was so many paragraphs. She didn't have. She couldn't just write it, but she did sign her name, so that was good. But yeah, uh, the handwritten note. Um, don't see many of those anymore. Seven fifty-four. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Well, yeah, we're breezing right through another show, Ted. The eight o'clock hour is on the way. It's coming up here with Steve and Ted, and in the eight o'clock hour, stay with us. We have the latest on that massive loss of life earthquake centered in Turkey and Syria. We have an update on that coming up. Ted has sports on the way. Yeah, we'll see what happened in Lawrence last night. Top 10 matchup in men's basketball. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. And you've got entertainment news this morning, right? Yeah, with audio from The Bachelor from last night. Ooh, so did you say huge. Oh, The Bachelor? Yeah, huge uh, entertainment news <laughs> and the blur coming up in 40 minutes. And we have traffic and weather, as always. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.